I used to listen to a lot of Dr. Laura, and uh, actually a lot of her advice helped me in a pretty dark time in my life. And I've become pretty fond of a phrase she used to say, which is, feelings follow actions, not the other way around, which was very helpful to me about 10 years ago when I was drinking heavily most nights a week and very overweight, depressed, and unemployed. And uh, it served me pretty well in becoming employed, quitting drinking, and losing 80 pounds. Obviously not the only thing that helped me do that, but it's been a recurring theme in almost all the personal development work that I've done. And I say that because at this very moment, I am dragging my feet on speaking to you. And I really did not feel like doing a podcast tonight, but I made a commitment. 365 days, 365 podcasts, and so the show must go on. Welcome to the Garrett Cast. There's a lot of stories I could share with you and that I thought about sharing with you, but I actually just felt like being honest with you for a moment. For some reason, and I'm sure everyone can identify, I'm sure you can absolutely identify, today is just one of those days where I was in a funk. Everything sort of, I mean, it was a good day. Went Christmas shopping and uh, spent some time with family, but it takes mindfulness and presence of mind, being present in the moment, sometimes to overcome one's own doubts and fears and anxiety. And today was one of those days where I sort of lost that battle and felt myself at a pretty low point. And I really did not feel like recording this. But as I said, you've just got to keep moving forward, even when you don't feel like you've got it in you. In fact, especially when you feel like you don't got it in you. That's when you have just got to put that foot in front of the other. So about seven months ago, I made a commitment to quit drinking. I have made a lot of improvements in my life over the last several years, and uh, I want to talk about those more in some later episodes, but the most recent, and to me, of all my achievements, even even more than writing my books, the greatest achievement I think I've ever pulled off was in May of this year when I did a 30-day program called the 30-Day Sobriety Solution, How to Cut Back or Quit Drinking. And it's a book. Um, I did the. I used the audio book. Uh, it's read by the two authors, Jack Canfield and Dave Andrews. I picked up the book because even though I cut back a lot on my drinking over the years, and I got to a point where I could get pretty far without it, there just were a lot of things in my life I was still unhappy with. You know, my book sales, my day job, my dating life, all of those sorts of things. And uh, 
I just felt that this was one more thing I needed off my chest. So I'll probably tell you more about that at some point, but suffice it to say that a kind of weekly cycle of needing to give in to the desire to drink was becoming this tyrant. It was this tyrant. And I wanted to be rid of it. And I liked the title of that book because it said cut back. You know, because I had this notion in my mind that all I want is to be just a normal drinker. Where you can read that as someone who's not a problem drinker. Someone who can take it or leave it. Maybe have a couple of drinks and be happy. But as I started going through this program and deprogramming a lot of the associations of beliefs I had about alcohol and getting to a point where I was actually excited every day to do the daily exercises, I began to realize that it just went deeper than that. I had these beliefs about everything in life. Going to a sporting event, gotta have a beer. Going to pizza, gotta have a pitcher. Going out with friends, gotta have a drink. Hanging out with family, why not a glass of wine? And I suddenly realized that every single activity in my life was associated with alcohol. And that was because I was associating my life with alcohol. And unlike some artists who maybe get drunk and feel that they do better, whether that's true or not, I have never been able to write while drunk or hungover. Frankly, I've never been good at functioning while hungover, and I know that's fairly universal, but I've seen people that, no matter how bad they're hurting, can still work hard if they need to, and for me, that just wasn't happening. So I wanted to be rid of it, and I succeeded, and I have been living sober for seven months, and I have been loving sobriety, and I've discovered so many wonderful new things in sobriety, and I'm happy in sobriety. But lately, and this was something they warned about to, to monitor in the program, when you feel that you're moving closer to your next drink, you know, that's the first red flag, and I've been ignoring that flag for quite a few weeks now. I had a drink two nights ago, just one cocktail. It took me a long time to get to the point where I actually gave in and drank it, and uh, normally that would have been the beginning of an entire night of drinking. I consider it a victory that I stopped after one and decided I didn't want all the crap that comes with it, the hangover in the morning, the emotional roller coaster, you know, the depression and the the lack of productivity, the getting nothing done, no writing, no work, no podcasts for that matter. But and I'm very proud of myself that I did put it down after one drink. But I'll just be honest with you. Tonight, 
it's proving a little more difficult than usual. So feelings follow actions. A lot of people wait until they're motivated to do something important, whether that's working out, um, you know, cleaning their house, asking for a job promotion, those important things that we leave unfinished in our lives. And a lot of times it's because we're waiting for inspiration. We're waiting for motivation. We're waiting for the ideal conditions for it to happen. And the reality is that's exactly backwards because it's actually taking those first steps that gives us momentum, gives us that endorphin high of success and achievement. And that is what fuels our desires for more. You know, that's why video games are so powerful because you experience quick wins, wins that give you an infusion of energy and excitement and joy and achievement almost instantly. And that just makes you want to keep playing the game. You know, why else would people spend hours on a little puzzle game called Candy Crush? It's because every time you crush that candy, man, you just feel like a rock star, don't you? Especially when it's like, like four of those red candy. I don't know. I don't, I don't play it enough. I really don't know what it's like, but I play, I used to play. Anyway, I'm more of a Xbox One kind of guy. But I am doing the ClickFunnels One Funnel Away Challenge, and within that challenge is the challenge to publish every single day. And like many artistic people, like many writers, I am a quote-unquote perfectionist, quote-unquote procrastinator. I put those in air quotes because the fact of the matter is it's a bunch of BS. It's a nonsense narrative that we tell ourselves. Um, it has no reality whatsoever. All that it, all that matters is to get started. You know, the author of Charlotte's Web famously said that the writer who waits for inspiration to strike before putting words on a page will die without putting a single word on a page. And I'm paraphrasing. And that's exactly right. This, you can just take that quote and apply it to anything else, you know? Working out, eating right. I pick those examples because fitness has been a big thing in my life and I've and I can attest to that principle being at work there. So I I'm not going to hold back from sharing with you my journey and my process, and I'm not going to hide behind perfectionism or making sure everything's perfect. You know, this podcast is as far from perfect as I can imagine, but I said I would do it, and I promised myself I would do it. And so here I am showing up, and I hope that if anyone else out there is struggling and in an area of their life where they feel defeated or discouraged, just take that as a sign. That's exactly where you need to go. As John Sullivan would say, tack into the wind. A great mentor of mine that wrote a book that helped lead me to the 30 Day Sobriety Solution and truly changed my life, Grant Cardone. You know, he has a philosophy. Let 
fear and doubt be the compass that points you toward what you need to do. That is, if there's something important, now if there's just something that you're putting off because of fear or doubt or an uncertainty of, about what's possible, well, just think of that as a compass, a, a needle compass pointing you right at what you need to do. It's that thing you're afraid of that you most need to do. And for me, my compass needle is pointing towards this podcast. So here I am, 8.49 at night, the, the eve of Christmas Eve, feeling a little low, feeling tempted, and not wanting to do a podcast. But I did it anyway. And I will keep showing up for you, for anyone who wants to hear, for me. And you know something? I actually do feel a little better. Anyway, thanks for hearing me out.